0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Open Mic Wrestling. We are back with another episode, a huge episode today. We have a celebrity in his own right, an enigma. We are happy to have him. We are honored to have him. We have Abe Hardy, the Jeff Hardy superfan. He's joined us all the way from the other side of the globe, and we are looking forward to sitting down and chatting today. How are you, Abe? How are you, Abe?
1: I'm doing great, sir. First of all, it's a great pleasure to be here with you, sir.
0: And you look good, too. Yeah, well, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to have you here. Looking forward to talking a lot of wrestling. I guess today we're going to kick it off. We'll just talk about how you got into wrestling. What were your first memories? What made you a wrestling fan?
1: Well, the first memory, i say, uh, it was back in 2005, I guess. My cousin was randomly changing the TV channel. And he suddenly saw two guys fighting inside a cage, and he like I think he was already a little familiar with wrestling, I guess. So he called me like Hey, be, hey, be, hey, hey, come on, watch this! Uh, I, actually, that two dude, dudes was Triple H and Batista. They were in the Hell in a Cell match back in 2005.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: So actually, nice. That, yeah. So actually, that was the first uh, wrestling I saw in my life. But uh, then the next day, I was randomly changing channel, and I saw Edge and Kane. One on one, lit uh, by the side. So uh, I watched the match from start to end, start to end, uh, and I can say that's the first match I watched from start to the end. And you remember they said it's a small kissing scene after that match. So I was, I didn't expect that. I was watching, and behind my parents was there. They like <laughs> smacked me in the back and said, "Hey, what the hell are you watching, man?"
0: <laughs> right, you. right. That's that's. That's too funny that's uh, you know we all have those childhood memories so that makes me kind of laugh but uh, so you became a fan you were hooked real instantly you you just started watching all the wrestling you could
1: yeah mostly uh, after that edge and lita cane match i like shifted from kerala to mumbai so there i had some wrestling fan friends so we used to watch together i can say from 2006 i was watching continuously pro wrestling but uh, it's like 2008, I started to really understand what wrestling is all about. So yeah, that's eventually my life with wrestling.
0: <laughs> that is excellent. So you become a wrestling fan, you start watching the shows, you see, you know, a kissing scene and, you know, you got to get a little bashful around your parents, but you keep watching and then you, you find Jeff Hardy through the mix. When did you become a Jeff Hardy fan? What was your first memory of Jeff?
1: Uh, when it comes to Jeff, I think the first time I saw Jeff was in a poster that R- uh, Randy Orton vs Jeff for Royal Rumble 2008. The first thing I didn't see his face, the first catch I got was a tattoo in his neck.
0: Um,
1: That's oh. the first thing I really felt very relatable with Jeff Ford because back when I, I was a kid, I used to draw root designs just like Jeff's tattoos. I used to uh, draw root designs on my hands. So when I saw this guy, I like, wow, this guy also, you, you do the same kind of tattoo. So that's the first thing I really got relatable with this guy, like, but that time I didn't know his name is Jeff Hardy or anything like that. So the next day, <laughs> when I opened TV, I saw this guy, one guy climbing 33 feet up high, standing up there, screaming and about to jump on someone. And that visual, that visual, a like guy standing 33 up high and screaming, that's the moment I became his fan. I, won't, uh, I I remember the only thing I heard that there was Jay screaming, don't do Jeff Hardy, don't do Jeff Hardy. That's the first time I'm hearing the word Jeff Hardy and trust me, I've, it's like uh, I can say it's a like, uh, love at first sight. It's mostly like that. A special connection I felt that day and till this day, that connection is still feels magical to me.
0: That's... <laughs> That's absolutely amazing. Uh, I mean, we all remember that moment. Uh, I mean, he had a few moments where we were all screaming, don't do it, Jeff. And he became the daredevil. So I'm just curious, do you consider yourself a bit of a, a daredevil as well? Are you a risk taker?
1: Well, uh, I believe when, when most of the people uh, hear about Jeff Hardy, they talk about he's a risk taker. He's a daredevil, he's a guy. But when I look at Jeff Hardy, I think that main thing about Jeff Hardy is the connection with the audience. I think no wrestler, I think, I think rarely we see a wrestler who has such a great connection with the wrestler and I, I always try to, as a wrestler, I always try to keep that connection with the audience. I think that's the most important part when it comes to wrestling. They, we can see many daredevils, we go. We can see many face, painting guys. But such a connection with an audience is very rare. So that's what I learned from Jeff mostly. Uh, but yeah, daredevil thing is in my blood. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I completely agree. Like That's uh, uh, that's exactly what a lot of wrestling, unfortunately, nowadays is missing or lacking a little is that personal connection. And you had guys like Jeff that would reach out and touch the fans and make them a part of the show and they all felt like they knew him and, and they believed in him. So, um, do you feel that current wrestling um, is still doing that very well or is it something
1: they could do better? I think they can do it better. <laughs> better, I guess. Uh, I never seen any wrestler like Jeff Hardy right now who has such a connection with fans. Uh, if you have to make such connection with fans, you have to go like vanish like 10 years uh, for a 10 years gap and then come back. Then you get that kind of pop. <laughs> that's the current uh, thing about wrestling right now. For example, CM Punk. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Jeff like is doing for like 25 years continuously, and the pop, the cheer, and the support is getting is still the same like day one. I think that's very rare to see. And, and yeah, like you like you said. I think they can do it a little better right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I tend to agree with that. There's a little too much of uh, production and not enough of personal feel. But uh, just out of curiosity, when did you start painting your face?
1: Actually, I started to paint my face uh, from 2013. Like, I've started to invest time on face paint from 2013. Uh, there's a festival in India called Holi. It's all about throwing colors and it's all about colors. We use color powders to paint people's face and all that stuff. So back then I was in Japan. Uh, in that festival, I used to take colors. And you remember the neon face paint? Just used to, he used to rub his hands and pour his face. <laughs> I tried to do that. And that's where the face paint love started, actually. Yeah. Then back in 2013, I tried to do his face paint. And then it kind of become an addiction to me. I still do it.
0: <laughs> no. I can see that, and I mean it. Clearly, it looks great. You, uh, you've definitely uh, worked on your skill. Um, how, how do you? How often do you paint your face? How often are you all Jeffed up?
1: Uh, from 2017, I'm like, uh, I do three piece spins in a week. <laughs> oh, great, great. Yeah, all that going like that. Like I'm trying to make an own gallery of myself, like Jeff doing. <laughs>
0: that's uh, that's. Uh, really cool. that's- but well, that no, that's super cool. And uh, sorry about the little glitch there, but uh, yeah, no, it's excellent. And uh, you definitely embraced it. Now, just out of curiosity, have what are your interactions with Jeff? Have you met him? Have you talked to him? What is your story? Has, have you have you ever been uh, able to uh, meet your hero?
1: Nothing, nothing. Oh, the, the only and the, the first and only time I got interacted with Jeff was that WWE India interview. That's like dream come true. I like. I, uh actually, I have this followed this rule like Jeff said: never, uh, like, never die to see me, live to love me. That sentence always I followed. Like, I never did face pain or do, did Jefford stuff, uh, thinking that one day I'm gonna see him or he gonna see him. I never did. I just doing it because I love him, and I'm just showing my life uh, love towards him. And eventually, I think the whole nature supported me. And after like so many years of hard work, finally. WWE called me and they said I want they want to do an interview. And during the interview, they surprised me with the biggest magical moment for me, and that's Jeff coming between the interview. I'm like, i must shout. I think most of the people don't know the the segment where Jeff comes. After that, I don't remember anything. Yeah. I don't I don't know <laughs> what I said. I was like after the interview, I was like uh, stuck for five minutes. I was, what did uh, after Jeff, what did I say? I don't remember anything. I was like waiting for the video to telecast. Like I, I really want to know what did I say to Jeff? Because it's it's a once Thank in a lifetime moment. I lost it, I completely lost, it. I don't remember anything. Then I watched the video asked, I, I like said sir for like a thousand times in that video. I said <laughs> sir, sir, <laughs> sir, sir. And I was happy and I was feeling so like full. Like, man, you have to say something to Jeff. You are just crying. I was crying a lot during that video. Not, because of my face pain, no one has able to see my tears. <laughs> Just magical moment. I can't express in words that kind of moment. It's hard.
0: <laughs> no, that's actually incredible, and I imagine you know you going back, and I can only imagine you waiting for the broadcast to come out to find out like what did I say? It was such a blank and it such a blur. So, what was the response when it when it did come out? Like family, friends, what, what did people say? People say.
1: Actually, that's the best moment for me. Like. Back then, when, when I used to say, I will see Jeff one day, I will like talk to him one day. Whenever I talk about Jeff, people make fun of me. The people make fun of my face pen. Everyone used to make fun of me. Uh, I, you, if you don't know, I used to do face pen. I said I used to do face pain from 2013, right? I used to do face pain after 10 p.m. Like my after my parents sleep, <laughs> No one used to see me. Only my sister knows I used to do face pain. <laughs> Uh, you. Uh, it's the first time i think uh, i showed my face to another jeff hardy fan his name is dennis he's also a wrestler and he's the first guy to ever appreciate my face when he said man you have to post it man you have to post it people will really appreciate it and that's the first time really posted it and that's his history and like you said the reaction i got is the people all the people who hated me all the people who made fun of me they like put a story status that I'm really sorry, man. I used to make fun of you. I used to make fun of your dreams. But today, I really appreciate, man, what you did. And I'm really sorry for whatever, uh, like, bullying I did to you. I see such kind of stories. <laughs> that's the best accomplishment, actually, man.
0: <laughs> no, uh, that that's actually absolutely inspiring. I mean, it, it's a very valuable lesson in there to not give up on your dreams. And if you like something, do It doesn't matter what people think. So the fact that you got acknowledged and you came back around, I mean, that's uh, that's quite an inspiring story. And uh, I think uh, it's kind of very much in the, the vein of Jeff Hardy and the vindication and that type of uh, approach. So, you know, that's incredible. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> with, with, with that being said, we can now... I'm just curious. You've been a Jeff Hardy fan for a long time. You're a wrestling fan. Obviously, over the last couple of years, we've seen up and down times for Jeff Hardy. How did you feel that the WWE was using him, was booking him, putting him into matches? Um, you know, were you happy with how much they were using him or not using him? How did you feel?
1: As a fan, I think it's a little bit hurts to see Jeff in a like, mid-card or lower-card kind of thing. But I actually see wrestling in a different way. Like getting a TV time and you getting a time to entertain the fans is a big thing. It's not about getting championship uh, chance or anything like that. Jeff was on TV. He's, he, if he's, he's getting five minutes on TV time, he he's utilizing the most of it and giving the fans what they want. And yeah, he yeah, 2021 was a little bad for him. <laughs> he did. He was really worried kind of stuff. But actually, we were able to see him on TV. That's the big thing. That's as a fan for me. That's big. Thing. I can see, uh, every day, every week. I open bro. I see Jeff Hardy. If I miss one, uh, if I don't see a row, I don't see Jeff on the next row, I will see it. I just expect like he will be on the next row, row. that's life, man.
0: (laughs) No, that's uh, absolutely true. I couldn't agree more. You know, as a big Jeff Hardy fan, watching him kind of be, you know, a jobber at times and, you know, kind of quick matches, um, you know, not going so well. We definitely have, um, you know, we get sad and then unfortunately, as we know, he was released so for your hope would you like to see him land with his brother over at AEW or somewhere like that
1: well i would wherever he is happy i am happy <laughs> it's not but as a fan i really wanted to see him become one more one more time champion in ww that would like the universal champion that would have made, made his collection like a legendary collection like winning almost every title but maybe we couldn't see that. But yeah, I will be happy if I see him in AW with his brother. He will like rock, rock there too. Of course, he's gonna be a tag team champion. Of course, they're in AEW. no doubt. <laughs> so wherever Jeff is happy, I am happy.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can't really argue with that. But uh, what about the idea of him making, um, you know, a persona change, going back to kind of the Willow, the you know, the the ulterior. Uh, the, uh, the you know the dark side of Jeff Hardy. How do you feel about that persona? Are you a fan of it? Did you like when he did it? Have you painted your face like it?
1: Yeah. Hell yeah! I'm a big fan of Willow. I actually have my own Willow mask. I made my own Willow mask. <laughs> I, have, I actually made a whole Willow attire at my home. is still there somewhere. I'm a big fan of Willow, and I I think uh, right now at this point of career, I think a career uh, like Willow is I think good. Like he is 44 years old. I think is up with the extreme stuff. So I think he should go to some kind of character where extreme stuff is less and character work is more. It will really increase the longevity of his career, I guess. And yeah, I did so many of his impersonation. I did below. I tried to do his anti-christian, but I did everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely amazing. I think that's really cool. Um, so if you if you had to pick, you know, who would you see Jeff Hardy go up against? Even you know, imagine he was still in the WWE. Were there any dream opponents you had for
1: him in AEW or WWE? Either, either. Uh, I really wanted to see Willow versus Finn, it's never gonna happen. Like now. <laughs> now he's going to AEW, I want to see Jeff Hardy versus CM Punk one more time. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I think those were both big matches. I mean, Bray Wyatt would have been a cool one. But, you know, I keep hoping for Bray to show up in the AEW. So, who knows? We might get that. Um, With that being said, do you watch a lot of AEW? Are you loyal to WWE?
1: Do you watch everything? Pure WWE guy. I'm a pure WWE guy. But I try to catch up with... I'm trying to catch up with AEW. I'm trying to catch up with every wrestling uh, guy, every wrestling promotion. But mostly, I watch WWE. Like, it's like... That's what made my childhood. So, I don't, know, don't want to leave that.
0: <laughs> Is there uh, anybody in AEW that you would love to see in WWE? Other than Jeff, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> I actually really wanted to see CM Punk in WWE. Yeah. 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 Then I would love to see... Uh, yeah. That's CM Punk. Only CM Punk. No names comes in my mind. I don't know. <laughs>
0: No, that's excellent nonetheless. So, with everything that you're doing, I also uh, saw some clips online. Uh, you're doing your own wrestling, you're doing your own thing. Now, do you mirror or follow in like Jeff's footsteps? Do you wrestle in his style? Do you have your own style? Is it a mix? How do you approach the wrestling ring, sir?
1: Actually, uh, the promotion I work is called Deccan Wrestling. So, it's a Indian-based wrestling and we try to uh, we are doing pro-wrestling, but we, are, we want to mix some Indian culture to it, like we want to make it some kind of unique pro-wrestling, so our characters are very relatable, like there's an uh, there is a character called Kalyan, he's like the traditional god kind of character in, in Kerala, mine is a fanboy kind of character, I'm a guy who wrestles, like when he's all painted up, he's all dressed up like Jeff Hardy, he kind of possesses the soul of Jeff Hardy and gets into the ring. Without face pain, I'm just a and with face pain, I'm maybe hardly. <laughs> that's kind of character I have.
0: That's, uh, that's absolutely excellent, um, Abe. And I'm just curious when did you decide to wrestle? Um, when did you kind of get in the ring for the first time? How do you feel about taking bumps? What was it like trying to learn the, the ropes, so to speak?
1: <laughs> Actually, it's a very funny story. This wrestling, this wrestling company is only one year old. So last year, uh, they called me, they want a costume designer. So they called me, hey, Abiram, you, you, would you like to design some costume for our wrestler? And I said, yes, yes. Uh, and they want me to design their own championship, belt too. So I said, yeah, I can do that. So I went there. Uh, my, um, when I was leaving home, mom said that, Abiram, you're going to see the ring. When you see the ring, you, uh, you're going <laughs> to do wrestling. I know that. Please don't get inside the ring because I really suffered a small injury uh, back in 2018. So I really lost the confidence on my body. So, I was really scared to be inside the ring, but I know if I saw ring, I'm gonna wrestle. <laughs> I couldn't control myself, so I went there. They were doing the tryouts. They were doing the bumps and training all that stuff. Uh, I was talking to their owner, and they were, so like, they were like, "Hey, Abraham, come on inside. Just do some rolls and for fun. Don't do some bumps and all." I was, I was saying, "No, sir, no. If I get inside the ring, I'm gonna do wrestling. I don't, don't want to do that." <laughs> yeah. But eventually. After one week, I was like, I couldn't sleep. I really wanted to do, do wrestling. And they were like make, doing their first live show in Kerala. We were we were about, about to do their first live show in Kerala. And I decided that I really wanted to do wrestling there. And eventually I called him and said, Sir, I really want to do wrestling. What can I do? So they said, Let's do a tag team match. I said, The car- a car- a character called Colin, right? He's also a face paint guy. So me and him is right now a tag team. And we did our first-ever live show in Kerala, South India. That's a big thing. So, yeah, that's where it all started and I love doing, taking bombs. I'm like, love selling. I'm more like doing, I don't like doing moves much, but I love to sell moves. Like, I kind of, it's my blood right now. <laughs> uh,
0: that's amazing. Now, big, big question though, is that first match, did you win or did you lose? Good if you want if you
1: want there's a like two swanton bomb <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: so that's amazing so now you're going on your own little journey or is it something that you um, want to pursue like a full-time thing or are you just doing it on the side like uh, you're definitely passionate about wrestling um and i also want to know what your finishing move is
1: <laughs> first of all my finishing move is absolutely swanton bomb
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah, like, uh, but sir, my wrestling career is a little different. My, my goal is not to become a wrestler, actually. Sir, in India, uh, when we see a wrestler, we don't get that respect beauty. So, they're like, it's fake, it's scripted. Yeah, they are like circus kind of stuff. So, I, my main goal was to do something in India, for, something for wrestling in India, so that people really appreciate wrestling. They really give respect to the wrestlers for the, what they do. They are not fake people. They also do hard work. If they can watch movie, why can't they they watch wrestling, right? So I my main goal is to uh, give uh, make some respect for wrestling. Like when uh, like when small kids wants to say I want to be a wrestler, their parents uh, don't say that. Yeah, that's a stupid thing. You don't need to go there. I don't want that in India. <laughs> I really want people to respect wrestling, and they I really want to I really want people to respect wrestlers and their hard work. That's my main goal. That's why I'm doing wrestling so that. But the small kids are seeing me and they want to do wrestling, their parents may allow it. That's the main goal right now.
0: That's uh, that's absolutely amazing. Like, that's uh, inspiring. Like I said, your story comes with a, a lot of inspiring twist to it. And it's amazing that you're trying to build something. And I mean, you know, India does have a history of wrestlers um, that have come across and, and joined the WWE and have made themselves famous. And and I'm sure that they have a big hand in, in the the industry over there. Um, like you said, on the outside, a lot of people don't take it too seriously. What is you know, what's your experience with the industry over there as far as uh, w, or sorry about uh, wrestling and how it all. Everybody is it still building? Is it still growing? Uh, have you had any interactions with some local talent? You know, on on a bigger scale. Yeah. Well, WWE is
1: still growing in WWE. Pro wrestling is growing in India. Uh Yeah, I have interacted with many talents in India. They are not—they <laughs> are not very common to find some people in so because of the social media. they are mostly, I think, the wrestling companies in uh, India said CWE, which is owned by Great Khali. Another one is uh, HWE. I don't know who owns that. Then Russell Square, and another is Deccan Wrestling. That is ours. So these are the only wrestling companies in India right now. So easy. So it's easy to find uh, wrestlers and talk to them. Yeah, but it's hard to. Really creative kingdom like other wrest- uh, countries are doing for pro wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really hard.
0: <laughs> That's uh so what is um what is one of your favorite wrestling moments from your wrestling experience so far? Either a funny story or something crazy that happened or something you didn't expect. Um any big moments for you? Yep.
1: Uh while while I was wrestling or watching wrestling.
0: Well you were wrestling. Well you were wrestling.
1: Uh, yeah, the funniest one was, I would, I would say, when I did the poetry in the motion recently, recently <laughs> that was, uh, I was practised a lot that move, I really wanted to do the poetry in the motion, I like pra- practised every week to do it, like uh, four days ago I wanted to do that, I had a match, so I practised a lot, practised a lot, when the moment comes, I have to step, you know the poetry in the move, you have to step on your acting partner's back and you have to jump. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I stepped on his back and I slipped. Oh. <laughs> well, I was so hard, bro, because I practiced so much for the big moment. And like the next day, I was like, I was like, uh, like very guiltily telling the man, I really want to do the poetry in the motion. If I don't do right now, I'm never going to do that. I'm going to lose lose the confidence. So I told him, Let's do it again. Next day we are going to do the poetry in the motion again. And next day I rocked it. That's it. That's it. The best poetry in the motion. And I was so proud of myself because I didn't let the hard work go away.
0: Yeah, no, that's yeah, yeah I know, know. That's, that's exactly what you would hope for. Um, I'm happy that you didn't give up and kept battling. Now that we know some of you know one of your stories, what are some of your favourite Jeff Hardy moments that you've uh, experienced throughout your uh, your fandom?
1: Well, first moment will always be the WWE interview where I yeah. got to talk yeah. to Jeff Hardy. Other than that, I would say the WrestleMania 33 return, that was really big for yep. me. It's really funny that after Jeff, uh, actually, till 2009, I was a fan of Jeff Hardy. But after 2009, when he left WWE, I, I was like, you know, I was purely WWE guy. So, when he left, I was like, I'm, I'm never going to watch Jeff matches until he returns to WWE. So, I waited till, uh, till uh, 2017 him to return to see his match. Until uh, th- that year gap, I never watched his match on TV. But during that gap, I actually started to understand his personal life. How he is. so I started to understand he's an artist, he's a motorcross rider, he's a, uh, like singer. Like the more I started to understand him, the more like I kind of be, uh, started to fall in love with him. So yeah, that uh, the 2009 to 2017 is the year Jeff Hardy really became my god.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I can say so. The main thing was uh, we I didn't have phone or anything like that. So when he left WWE, I used to watch every Royal Rumble expecting he to, him to return. Since 2009 to 2017, I used to watch every Royal Rumble expecting he's gonna return, he's gonna return, but never happened. But the worst thing that happened in my life that I didn't watch WrestleMania 33 live. The, the, yeah. the greatest return, <laughs> no, I, I watched every WrestleMania live, but I missed WrestleMania 33. Uh, that moment I really like Jeff Hardy return was the something I, re- I always dreamed of, man. When Jeff returned when is Jeff Gon returned? And when he returned, I couldn't see it. I was my friend called me and said Jeff Hardy returned. Yeah. That's that's the most baddest thing ever happened. But yeah, I think God knows that if I saw that life, I may have died with a heart attack or anything like that. <laughs> Maybe that's that's where they didn't show me life. But yeah, I was really uh, if you ask me what's the greatest moment of Jeff Hardy, for me, that's the WrestleMania 33 return. And the Armageddon championship
0: win, WWE. Yep. yep. Huge pop Huge for that. pop for that.
1: Yeah. Greatest pop.
0: <laughs> no, absolutely. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think we had a bit of a glitch there, but just out of curiosity, now we, you know, we touched on the fact that you're a, a WWE fan. What do you like about the WWE right now? Is there anybody that stands out for you that you cheer for or boo? Um, or how do you feel about the overall show that you get with uh, Raw or Smackdown? Do you like one or the, over the other?
1: Other? Yeah, I love Smackdown more right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm a yeah. more Smackdown guy. But I think uh, now I watch WWE, it's more like uh, they're trying to build another kind of era right now. I really feel like that. The way the releases are going, the releases are done. I think they're trying to create another trend. WWE is always known to create trends. They know how to. They know how the generation is going. They know what product should they give to the coming generation. So I think right now WWE is trying to create something new, something fresh that never seen before. That's why they right now the RAW sometimes sucks, sometimes SmackDown sucks. <laughs> I think it's like the growing process right now for me.
0: Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and uh, you think RAW you sucks? Think all raw sucks
1: no, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, we definitely, uh, what would you like to see more of out of the WWE? Is it more of like the Jeff Hardy kind of personal connection that they could give us? Or, you know, what do you find that uh, you're not really, you know, what don't you love?
1: I think WWE should really need that fans connection more. Like they're trying to, they are created so many great characters, but the only, like we said before, they're lacking the audience connection right now. I think RK Bros are really getting connected with the audience right now. They are the only ones that are really getting connected right now. And on the other side, the Big Biggie also is not that much getting connected right now. Right. I think right now, WWE needs to get that kind of connection, whoever they're planning to push. Otherwise, like after two, three weeks, people are going to get bored. So, yeah. it's very important they really get connected with the fans and give what really the fans really want. That's the main thing. Yeah. Do you feel like too
0: often the the fans aren't, you know, they kind of go purposely the opposite way of what the fans are kind of hoping for or cheering for to kind of, you know, mix up the story, but do you think that's kind of a mistake on their part that it's sometimes that the fans should get the, what they want if they're behind a guy, he should get the push over somebody that the people aren't really happy about, like, you know, for all those years with Roman, you know, how, how do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, as so a fan, sometimes it hurts, but... WWE is known for long-term storytelling, right? So if they're if if, if like we want Jeff Hardy to be a champion, yeah, and crowds like crowd is like really supporting Jeff Hardy, and they like in the next paper, per view they uh, give him the title, and after two months then uh, taking away the title, that's not the fans' one, right? They really need like 2008 kind of magic from Jeff Hardy, that kind of work. So WWE is, I will believe, if Jeff is getting a title shot, give it a WrestleMania. Yep. Yep. So, so till WrestleMania, they need to create some kind of storyline where people really get along with Jeff Hardy. Like when he really becomes champion, you should see tears on fans' <laughs> eyes. That's really storyline should be. I think not, that uh, that's not, what really lacking in WWE right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, I honestly could not agree more on that assessment. Like, yeah, you, to your point, you know, we've all had those moments where you get tears in your eyes, you feel overwhelmed, you're happy or you're sad depending on what happened and you really buy into it and i think at times nowadays it's just you know you you know on to the next one and it, you don't really have that feel like new champion like did did you know something like the biggie title win did that move you
1: at all yeah biggie title win was fine because actually people really expected people know he's going to become champion actually we don't need that yeah we wanted uh, i think wwe should do Unexpected stuff like they used to do before, now it's very predictable right now. Like when we give won the money in the job, money in the bank, people know he's going to become champion. They are just waiting for the moment when he cash in. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's, uh, and due to social media, it's really getting very predictable right now, pro wrestling. So I think WWE need to do something that is that people can't predict and they can really enjoy this uh, product. Like I said, the tears in their eyes, that kind of moment we need. <laughs>
0: No, no, I could not agree more. Like, you, you know, you absolutely could use some more emotion, some more passion, some more feel to it. I think you're spot on with that. We absolutely um, could use a little more spontaneity, so to speak. So, a little more surprises. You know, we kind of see the angles coming. We know, you know, a lot of times somebody like Roman's going to, you know, win, whether, you know, no matter who the opponent is. So, um, just out of curiosity, if you were putting uh, a couple opponents together coming up, uh, Big E one champion, Rome is another, who who do you think is a good fit to take on, you know, challenge for those belts?
1: Um, other than Jeff Hardy.
0: Other than Jeff Hardy.
1: <laughs> I would say right now I really want to see. Um, Damon Briss is actually United States champion. I really want him to be on the main title pitcher. So it's side Who is there? let like, uh, Cesaro is done. <laughs> We're not going to see that again. Ha! <laughs> nope. nope. huh. Who's that? I no, think Drew McIntyre right? again. Drew yeah. I yeah. really want to see him as, him as a champion. Dolph Ziggler. I really want him to become a champion again. And who's next? who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Yeah, these two guys are coming in my mind right now. Yeah. You yeah. think Dobz got another, another run in? Yeah, he deserves. He deserves it one more. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that'll be interesting. Uh, I mean, he has been with Rude for a while. I'd love to see Bobby Rude uh go back to being glorious Bobby Rude for sure. Um and who were kind of, you know, your, the guys that you're your your favorites on the show that you kind of look for so. for a lot. Uh on Raw, I
1: just watched Raw mostly for RK Bro and Edge. Yeah. Yeah. Edge. Uh and on SmackDown and Yeah, Sammy's
0: in Brock Lesnar. Really? Really. You named some good Canadian boys in there, so that's always good for me. So, big fan of Sammy. Uh, I think Sammy could do a lot of things. Uh, Sammy's really Uh, good. Sammy's really good. Yeah. Uh, Uh, yeah. Where are we going to go with this? So, that being said, uh, Abe, if you could get in a match one time with Jeff Hardy would you go over or would he go over? How would the match play out?
1: Uh, I want him to win, of course. <laughs> 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 it would be really disrespectful if I win. <laughs> but I would really love to have a tag team match more than that. Yeah, me and Jeff both doing face pain <laughs>
0: versus, versus, Darby, versus? Allen
1: and Darby Allen and Sting. That would be great.
0: Just, Ooh, pain, everywhere. Just pain everywhere.
1: Yeah. <laughs> No that's, that's a, a no, that's, that's a, that a huge
0: be. pay-per-view match. Abe Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Darby Allin and Sting, you know, the battle for the paint. I think uh, I think we're on to something, something here. Yeah,
1: the battle for the right for the face paint. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, now out of uh, curiosity, out of curiosity, what um how long does it take you to get all the the face paint done? You know, I know it should probably vary but how long did generally you said you were running a little late today? Late so. today, so yeah.
1: actually, when I started, I used to take three hours and more than that to do a face paint. When I started, because it's really hard to figure out what's, uh, what's the design he does because he does it free and it comes in his mind. But uh, like after two three years, I kind of started to do this face paint one and a half hours. I did this face paint in one hour, okay. This face paint did in one hour. So I I really believe that doing Jeff Hardy's face paint is the best way to know what goes inside Jeff Hardy's mind. My whole childhood was that how what really goes inside Jeff Hardy's mind, and I really figured out that doing his face paint is the best way to know what really goes in the crazy mind of the Enigma. And still I'm doing that. Way. <laughs> that's why. That's
0: absolutely amazing. That's really cool. Um, any particular look or face paint design that you saw in Jeff or that you've done for yourself that stands out as, you know, kind of, uh, I love when he does this. Is it the eyes on the eyelids? Is it, uh, you know, some old school Jeff? Or is it kind of what he's doing now? What, what's your fav? fave?
1: I don't have favorite, uh, um, I was, a favorite. There's one face paint that I really love. When he, when he became the WWE Champion and the next day that celebration. That silver face paint with the stripes. Actually, that's one of my favorite face paint. But uh, other than that, I don't have like he. You must do. He must do this and that. It's all his own. In his, all in his head. It he is. I don't know how he comes with uh, different different desi- designs every day. That's why he's the, one of the greatest artists and the most creative guy in the world. I have always said, if creativity was a human being, then it's Jeff Hardy. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah.
0: No, it's hard to disagree with. He's definitely one of the most creative guys in the WWE and in wrestling. And as you touched on it, his uh, his music career, now that's what he's doing right now is he's touring around the U.S., doing some uh, smaller shows and letting people know that he's still around. Now, with his release from WWE, how, you know, obviously, it, you know, you being a big WWE fan, it, it definitely hurt. You know, there was some rumors, uh, you know, whether it was due to issues or due to, you know... You know, uh, if he had uh, personal problems, but at the end of the day, what were you feeling when you heard the news? news?
1: First of all, it really hurt me because the way Jeff was getting the push on SmackDown, we all really felt that he is the number one pick for the Royal Rumble winner. Actually, I really believe he's gonna yeah. win the Royal Rumble, but then we heard this news that really heartbreaking. But the, the more the one thing that really break me was the negative comments we are, uh, we are getting. I, actually, people really starved. when they heard this news. They really started to uh, drag his past and started that he was like, he started to do that again, he's again that again. People just really don't know what's happening with him. They they just try to make up stories and they try to disrespect Jeff. They actually, after that release, people really kind of forgot what he done for the business, what sacrifice he did for the wrestling. I think that that kind of fans are really toxic. Who really judges the people without knowing the story and i really st- try to keep away from that fans actually after that release i really started to get bad messages on instagram like people really trying to torture me on instagram like they believe like saying all this stuff to me is going to lower the love for jeopardy for me wow. <laughs> I, I, I literally ignored them i literally blocked them because i really don't want any kind of negativity in my life and yeah that's the one thing that really hurt then Seeing Jeff release the, pe- the way people were reacting to that case.
0: No, that's uh, that's insane. Like, so you actually had people reaching out and, and kind of giving you heat because uh, your love for Jeff Hardy. That makes no sense. No me. sense to me. Yeah,
1: people think that they're gonna do something so that I would one day I would say I don't love Jeff Hardy. Uh, after that release, people were really trying to torture me, like sending so many bad messages, saying Jeff did that, Jeff did that. How can you, What you? how you react and all that stuff. Like, really, there are, I'm, I'm really, there are, I'm there in so many wrestling groups. So some people know I'm watching all the messages. So they're literally sending bad messages about Jeff just to hurt me. So they're like, they really think that saying all this bad stuff are going to lower the love for Jeff. They're really stupid. <laughs> I'm not seeing Jeff for last year or anything like that. My, since my childhood, I'm seeing Jeff for it. So there is no way anyone can, Literally put any kind of crack between me and Jeff. So yeah, I try try to ignore all the negativity and try to block all the negativity so that I'm always in peace.
0: Yeah, I know. That's the way you got to handle it. Unfortunately, like we talked about it on our shows, uh, you know, the wrestling news watch alongs that we do and, you know, about love and peace and prosperity. And, and, and you know, even if the stories are true and he had some hard times um, and we know about his past, that's not a time to kick him while he's down or, or you know, to, I don't get the purpose of going after one of his fans. You're a fan, you know, you want to see the best for him. And at the end of the day, it's just, you know, people can be so much you know offer so much more love and and be positive positive breeds positive so it's a little unfortunate that people take that route especially with someone like yourself who's just inspired and 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 you know pursuing your dreams and enjoying your life and, and everybody
1: should do the same exactly. exactly exactly jeff is jeff really changed my life sir people doesn't understand that people think i'm just a fan doing his face bit actually jeff really made me who i am really he really showed me how to be a really humble human being sir Mm-hmm. Before Jeff, I used to be a really dumb guy. Uh, I don't talk that much. But the one thing I really love about Jeff that really got me connected was the uh, to be unique. I really uh, Since my childhood, I really wanted to be unique. I want to be stand out from others. But I was always scared that if I try to bring the things in my mind, I'm going to look stupid or some kind of stuff. But then I saw Jeff. I saw what kind of crazy stuff he's doing. He used to do arm sleeves. He used to do face fit. I saw, yeah, sometimes being unique. It's really cool. So Jeff is the main reason I started to uh, started to believe in myself, started to believe the things in my head. I started to bring stuff that are in my head, head to life. Actually, it's not easy to be a Jeff Hardy fan because being a Jeff Hardy fan, you have to be really artistic. <laughs> you really appreciate <laughs> you, man. Since I'm doing all the crazy things Jeff is doing. Like I used to make my own t-shirt. I used to draw Hardy Boys logo on my t-shirt. Now I'm doing face paint. Now I'm doing drawings. I'm really so you really don't I have no idea how to do coloring actually sometimes I even don't be able to recognize some colors that kind of bad I am in coloring and now I'm doing face paint. just imagine what's the influence Jeff had on me so that kind of I will be all like I literally don't have a photo of him right now uh, he's literally always in my heart and he's always be the God for me <laughs>
0: That is uh, absolutely beautiful, uh, Abe. I couldn't think of a better way to kind of head towards the the end of uh, this interview. I super appreciate you being here. But that's what we talk about all the time here at the Wrestling News. You know, wrestling can bring people together, can inspire. And In your story, extremely inspiring. You've uh, overcome a lot of great things. And, and you're still doing great things. So I'm uh, so happy that you joined us. We should do this again sometime um, and follow where you go from here. But, yeah, the fact that someone like Jeff got you to put the face paint on inspires you to, you know, do more, challenge yourself and be brave, be bold. I think he'd be thrilled to know that. And I think that's, you know, at the end of the day, a really inspiring story. So thank you so much for that, that
1: and, thank uh, you so and, much. Uh, it's my pleasure to be here. It's really, really my pleasure to be here. And I, be, I really believe someday my dream come true to, to hug Jeff Hardy one day and say how much I love him. And that's the biggest dream. I virtually hugged him back in the interview. Uh, actually, I know it after watching it. <laughs> I really want, In real life, I really want to hug him and I, want, I really want to say how much I love him and say thank you from the bottom of my, my heart. And I want to cry. <laughs> I really wanna cry. I don't care how how old I am. I really wanna cry because it's so much emotion I hold it inside me for that one day. And I really promised myself the day I meet Jeff, I'm really gonna get the hardware tattoo on my back. I'm just dating, waiting for that day and I hope it happens. And yeah, thank you so much sir for doing this interview for me. I'm I'm really new to this, but I'm really thankful for it.
0: Well, I'll tell you right now, you came on, you killed it. We greatly appreciate it. One last question. You've already done that interview, but now you've watched it back. My last question for you today is, if you could do it again, what's one thing you could have or, or you wanted to ask or that you didn't? Is there anything that if you saw Jeff today right now, and trust me, he's not going to come out of the back room, but uh, if you could ask him one question right now, what would it be?
1: That's hard. Actually, uh, when people ask me what question you will ask Jeff, sir, I really don't get any kind of question. The only th- whenever, just now when you asked me, the only thing that was go, going in my mind was, thank you so much, thank you so much, thank you so much. That's the only literary thing that's coming on from my mouth. No questions for Jeff, literally. Because I always want answers from, I never want answers from Jeff. I always got answers when I got For me, Jeff faced that power. When I, when I said God, people really made fun of me how can a wrestler be a god right but my approach to God is different like for me God is that source of power that when you look at him you get that positive vibe you get you really get motivated you really feel something I think for me Jeff is that God when I see him, he puts a smile on my face he motivates me to do something he made me who I am today and for me that's why real happiness is that's what I'm really proud that I'm wrestling from I'm really proud that I'm a Jeff Hardy fan because that's what made me who I am today so I would say I would I have no questions for Jeff. I would say whenever I meet Jeff if I say I meet Jeff for the thousandth time, I will still say thank you so much. Nothing else. And I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's perfect. I mean, what more can you say? But thank you to your heroes for being your heroes. And uh, like I said, Abe, you came on today, you killed it. Thank you so much for being a part of Open Mic Wrestling. Like I said, we got to come back and do this again sometime. So thank, Thanks, you, so thank much. you so much. And, and uh, uh, a little glitch. Uh, and to all the fans, remember we are here all week long. We have our watch-alongs on YouTube. We are on Instagram. If you're not following us, check us out, and you can catch Open Mic Wrestling anywhere you get your podcast. Please tune in. Please join us. We are here all week long. We'll be here all year long. We are looking forward to a huge 2022. I thank you again, Abe Hardy. I thank you for your inspiring story. And for now, I am KJ White. This is Open Mike Wrestling, and I will see everybody on the flip side. Thank you so much.